0: Do you know what I love about the NFL? Is they give you these mic'd up moments from the sidelines. It's awesome to be able to hear the players like cheer on their teammates uh, while watching from the bench. For example, take this one of uh, Mason Rudolph cheering on Devlin Hodges after he got benched for him. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Yes, lads, we are back. It is Friday. Bye weeks are done. We have three NFL games today to watch. How good is that? That can only mean one thing. (laughs) Yes, what an intro that is our very own instrumentalist david shirley <laughs> joining me as always you know it's, <laughs> what a way to start what a way to start it off man if our if our listeners don't go through the roof i don't know what else we can
1: really I do at least want 30 this time um shout out to our guatemalan and american base.
0: that's actually yeah that's actually our um, going to be part of our sponsors uh, america we now have a 3% fan base in the states so Either someone's gone on holiday, or somehow this has spread to the States, which is fantastic. Um, and we're, we're across three platforms now. Spotify, uh, Apple, and of course, Anchor, which is the app that we record on. Shout out to Anchor. Sponsor me. Give me money.
1: Please like, subscribe, review.
0: Five stars only, please. Share. You know, all that usual jazz. Um as we just continue to grow, last 26 listens last last one. That's the most we've ever had, so um, 26, soon to be 26 million.
1: In three weeks, we've almost uh, doubled our, our listenership.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, percentage-wise, that's just fantastic. Those that's, numbers, awesome. That's, that's a great way to start off a small business. Um, so yeah, we're going to be back with a, another review of Absolute Nonsense, um, throw in a whole bunch of... Facts, Stats. Talk about the weekly matchups. Um, unpo- we we both might have an unpopular opinion this week, which is one of my favourite bits because it means I get to just piss off everyone with um, like her cousin's for MVP. Oh, you know he's now got the number one passer rater in the league. So Trubitsky's better than golf. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you watch that. Uh, Video, I think Sam put up of Trubisky running (laughs) sideways instead of for the easy first down. Uh, Some would uh, question that. Still better than God. Um, Yeah, look, it's uh, maybe uh, you can chat to Saxon about that one. Uh, After last week's performance, though, geez, did absolutely nothing against the Ravens. Um, But yeah, so we'll go through everything, talk about a whole bunch of nonsense, try and keep it a little bit more fantasy relevant.
1: Um, Never
0: Well I'm just doing This is for the people And the people have spoken um, You know what Karen's like If we don't do what she wants The people tune in For our witty banter Oh yeah I'm sure They're <laughs> nothing They're only here For our voices right Oh That's, of course Yeah We have know. those
1: uh, Great radio voices uh,
0: I, hear, I hear the um That 3% Is actually from the, uh, the CIA Using it as Torture <laughs> For, every, for other people, um, listen, <laughs> to this, listen to this one,
1: <laughs> one hour 40 in Guatemala, the ultimate prison. Or maybe they, they have a, a prison in Guatemala and that just, you know, saves both yeah.
0: their both listenership. And Australia and England, it could just be oh. 26 tortured souls that are listening in. Either way,
1: the thing to take away from this is we're going global. Yep,
0: yeah. Um Pretty much, and that's uh, the whole. That's pretty much what we're about here at the Butt Fumble. Should we all about some global, some merch? Um, oh, look, we, we've got things in development. R and ds is working hard. Um, we, we may or may not have some merch. Probably leaning on the may not, but you know, okay. if uh, someone wants to like, throw in a sponsor, someone needs to merch, anyone contacts with merch, sponsor us, give us free stuff.
1: The, we just want free stuff. The biggest question I want to know is when's Mark Sanchez joining us on the pod?
0: Yeah, well maybe we should get a Twitter handle started and then try and just keep tagging him in it. At just the Butt Fumble. At the Butt Fumble and then just tag him in the podcast and see if he ever wants to phone in, fly out, fly us over, you know? I mean, I imagine he'd want to fly us over and put us in a proper studio. Oh, of course. I'm, you know, I mean, obviously we have excellent equipment here, but... You know a little bit of a finances and sponsors you can't go well, give us free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, we've so that's about so far four minutes of absolutely nonsense, which is more than we usually do. Now, fun fact, you can stat tell we're prepared. Yeah, I've done zero research <laughs> this week, so this is gonna be even more
1: fun. Could be getting more comfortable.
0: Um, but I do have a, a stat/slash fun fact for the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so this involves Tom Brady. Oh, so, yes. Tom Brady currently has a 88.5 passer rating, which mm-hmm. is dreadful. It's his lowest since 2013. However, with the Pats being 10-1, and 1, um, it's um, pretty much the last person to have a 90% win, like, win-loss ratio to start off. Um, it was back in 1990 with uh, Joe Montana. Oh, really? Um, who also won MVP that year. So... Tom Brady for MVP. Um, So, yeah, last time that's happened, you know, some would have to say that Brady's probably progressed a little this season. (laughs) It's an understatement. Um, And we'll do quickly another one involving Lamar Jackson. He is the first player in NFL history to have 3,000 passing yards and 1,500 rushing yards in his first two seasons. Um, There we go. Also, he has 30 offensive touchdowns, which is... um, more than 22
1: NFL teams. Nice. in uh, the league. Just a um, a quick random fact from from my end as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Derek Carr cannot play in the cold. No matter how good um, Oakland's going to go, they will be rubbish in the cold. They are, he him starting, he is currently 2 wins and 9 losses when playing below zero, uh 10 degrees.
0: You know, I would, I would want to see a Derek Carr Versus Kirk Cousins Monday Night Football in cold weather. God, because I'm pretty sure Car- uh, Cousins is zero thirteen, or something like has never won. I don't know. He's just never won
1: Monday Night Football. So put the two weaknesses together. And See just yeah, uh, <laughs> <it. laughs> I mean that that
0: could nil nil, three three. Who knows? All but rushing. That, what a what an excellent matchup that would not be. Um, Alright, let's move on, let's get into the matchups, starting with the Thursday Night Football from last week, which was, I don't even know, I do know, because I'm looking up now, Texans-Colts, oh goody, my boys are in that one. Alright, let's get into it. Alright, Texans-Colts, Thursday Night Football, like not the most exciting match to watch, Deshaun um, to two touchdowns. Hopkins, two touchdowns. I was pretty happy about that. Um, shout out to Jez on the receiving end of that. Love you, but it's fantasy. There's no friends in fantasy. Um, main thing out of that is, you, like, Colts just ran the ball for days. Like, do they? I mean, Jacoby Brissett's good, but for a team like the Colts, you reckon it's time to go hunting for a proper quarterback to take them forward?
1: Oh well, yeah, I mean, it's not really their fault that, you know, Luck left them like two weeks out of the season, so they didn't didn't really have much of a chance. I guess they could have traded for someone, but it's not like they could have looked up for you know, they, they could they, they weren't they weren't planning this ahead. They couldn't have, you know, um, drafted a quarterback or anything like that. Brissett's been alright. He's been pretty solid. I mean, he's not been fantastic, but he's an well, I mean, average yeah. quarterback, an Andy Dalton esque quarterback, I'd say.
0: So yes, is... David, you'll have your moment to talk about Andy Dalton. Don't worry, we'll get there. I guess gingers have um, to stick together. But like, I mean, th- I mean, it's clear they're going to just be going a run-heavy offense, so it's not ideal, mm. especially for anyone who has some sort of Colts fantasy own. Again, shout out to Jez. Hilton's value. I think
1: it's going to drop. Um, well, Matt Matt did pretty well making sure he got Williams.
0: Yeah, and didn't play him. Nice deal. <laughs> okay, uh, you usually
1: don't. Play the guy you pick up. You just want to see how they do first up. That's not true at all. I mean, most of the time you pick up a running back, especially one that's taking over the starting job. You'd want to. I understand if he had like true. other players. That don't, how did uh, Brian don't Hill go think. for you? Look, okay, $25. occasionally dollars. Occasionally there are misses. Twenty-five was. I look forward to my money. end of season fab review.
0: Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're gonna they're, they're gonna be a run they're offense. So until I think they get someone that they have more confidence in than Jacoby Brissett. I mean, Houston's a very weak all-around defense, especially on the pass, so I feel like they should have taken advantage of that. Hilton had a few drops as well for memory, which um, definitely hurt. That would have been a solid, like, 30, 40 extra yards, I think. But other than that, not much really. I mean, Colts is just one of those teams that you don't really talk about too much. Six and five, which is actually pretty good, but they are gen- like, as a team, they're good. I think they just need either to develop reset more or get a proper quarterback next season. But on the other side with Houston, who have probably been one of the... I'd say they're one of my more disappointing teams for the season. Um, <sighs> only because of Watson. Well, he's just... He's, he's hit and miss in terms of... I mean, if he gets time in the pocket, he's great, which this game he did. And hence, having Will Fuller back made a huge difference because he got some huge plays so I think that will probably help having that deep threat, because Hopkins is Hopkins. He's just he's going to get normally eight to ten catches and almost 100 yards every game, and potential touchdown. But having someone else that isn't Kenny Steele's, who sucks, will help them going forward. Whether or not I think they're still in the shout
1: for playoffs, but mm. I was I was having a look at my uh, my rankings that I. Started to do. It's a, a new thing. I'm. I'm, I'm trying to. Well yeah. Stay get some tuned, listener,
0: for a future segment involving more of David's voice. So we understand if you guys don't want it. <laughs>
1: um and I, I don't know for, for for next year looking at possibly potentially next year's sort of season rankings really early on. Uh, to Sean Watson, I don't think I'd have him up nearly as high as I would like Mahomes or I'd say um, Lamar would be the, the top two. Yeah, they're in a tier of their own, and then it would kind of drop down, I think, to Watson, maybe Rodgers, and a few others.
0: In terms of fantasy? Yeah. I'll put a shout out and say Mm. I'd be surprised if anyone drafts Aaron Rodgers next season. Mm. I'd say Josh Allen will be a top five um, fantasy QB next season, Mm -hmm. and there'll probably be some sneaky ones. Like, who knows, Daniel Jones could be pretty much anyone who uses their legs. I like... Yeah, I
1: mean, I'm just... There's something else I want to talk about that a bit later with Lamar Um, Jackson, so... Well, we'll get back back up to those.
0: We'll do... Yeah, this is our token getting sidetracked from the matchup to talk about (laughs) something else um, for the week. So we'll move on from that game. Um, Tampa, Atlanta. This one was surprising, mainly just from uh, how average Matt Ryan was. He had 50% completion for 270 yards, an intercept and a fumble. Like, Tampa's by far the worst pass defense you'll find, and to be that average is not ideal, Um, Julio kept quiet, Um, a lot of it sort of went through Ridley and Ryan Gage, which was surprising, Um, like, I mean, I mean, again, there's, there's no run game without Freeman, but even then, all season, Freeman hasn't had any run game, so concerns... I mean, Atlanta's season's obviously over, so it's is But the fact that they can't get a run game based is concerning.
1: I mean, looking at the game today, because uh, at the moment we're recording this during the last game of the uh, Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving yeah, game matches possibly. Um, Freeman, I think it's just not loading him. Freeman does not look like he's. uh, uh he's on like getting two, a lot. Yeah, two yards per carry, something. So he,
0: the run game still a lot, there. But he's not doing anything. Um... I mean, on the other side, probably the most typical Winston performance you can have. Like, Solid. 18 completions, 310 yards, 3 touchdowns, 2 intercepts. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's just prime Jameis Winston. He's had, so far this season, he's had more intercepts he's had than any other season in his career, I'm pretty sure. Um, with 20. His previous best was 18. But he's also on 22 touchdowns, which is his tied second most. So...
1: That's that interceptions will actually be
0: a very, very good quarterback, and, and despite those intercepts, he's also fantasy ranked the highest he's ever been. So, like, shows that you know, it's, I don't know, it could be food for thought. Maybe increase the punishment on quarterbacks throwing intercepts
1: Well, I mean, next season. Look at the but... look at the scores that he's got. He's barely had. He's had two at the beginning of the season that were below seventeen points. Everything else has just been. But you I mean you also got to look at the way he plays before the uh, last, you
0: know, the Atlanta game. He had five games in a row where he threw at least forty-three attempts.
1: Like, if you can't get, oh, this is not this is not how good Winston is. This is more a comment on, oh, for like,
0: fa- yeah, fantasy-wise,
1: fantasy. He's, he's still has his value from that. He's, he's almost in that tier with like like that second tier right below um, Lamar Jackson and um, Pat Mahomes.
0: Yeah. No, it's, it's just because, yeah, because of pure volume. And he still throws touchdowns despite throwing intercepts for days. Yeah. And, he, and he can use his legs. Um, I mean, sort of, I don't think intercepts get punished enough for fantasy. Like, so, shout out, shout out to uh, Saks Commish. Perhaps maybe, like, increase, like, do a two-point reduction for intercepts just to put the punishment on it for next season.
1: But, you know, that can be brought up in another time. Um, but well, again, if that's the case. You might as well make a, a throw for a touchdown, and six points instead of four. Make the quarterback position actually the most important position in the fantasy sports as it is in the actual sport. I'm only repeating this from other things that I've heard from other. Let's let's let get into an argument. Over that. Yeah. That.
0: Um, we looked through uh, Tampa. I mean, again, Saxon proved us wrong. You know, Ronald Jones is clearly the lead back with twelve carries to Barber's eleven. Um, <laughs> Obviously, the touchdown upside makes the difference. Um, Godwin, back—it's good to see Godwin back to his old ways. Even though, I mean, sacks and no one wants that, but like, it's just sort of like—it seems like it's one or the other. It's literally a roll of the dice. It's either Mike Evans or Godwin's going for twenty fantasy points each week. The other one's going to get, and the others, yeah, the (laughs) other's going to get like six or seven. Like, you just don't know who it is, but you have to start him because it's like that. Just coin toss, fifty yeah. fifty, who's there? Yeah,
1: you know, just like whether whether or not Barber or Jones is going to get you know the, the work the workhorse role.
0: Oh, that's clear. It's clear. It's just yeah, you're right. Exactly. We've established it, yeah. that. You know, twelve to 11, 4 to zero. It's obvious. Um, probably the biggest surprise is Cameron Brake did not have a single catch after getting like ten last week. Yeah, and you know, OJ Howard somehow still started. I just assume he got cut immediately. Well, there was talks of him actually getting cut, I think, at one point, but... Dude, if you saw that intercept he caused from the week before, where he, like, dropped it behind his yeah. back, I mean, there's no reason you'd want to play him. Um, but, yeah, overall, surprise game, because I'm pretty sure I, yeah, I tipped Atlanta for that one, just of the previous performances, but pretty nothing game, two teams that have no chance of doing anything, but two good offences, so it was always going to be a good one to watch. Uh, moving on to the next one, probably one that would be in the opposite end of spec- the spectrum of uh, no offense, generally, Buffalo, Denver. <laughs> um, this was a good. This was a good sign for me with the uh, Josh Allen. Even though, like, the stats, he didn't throw it a whole lot. They, you know, pretty much ran the ball all day, and it was successful. Single true went off five yards per carry and Gore the Did okay. He still had two touchdowns, and he still uses his legs. And they ended up getting some decent, you know twenty points against Denver. Something you never be upset with. Yeah. Denver's, you know, always been a good defense. They have zero offense now, even with Cortland Sutton being a very good wide receiver. Um, when you've got Brandon Allen in charge, who's throwing ten of twenty-five for eighty-two yards. There's not much he can do. Like, Sutton had eight targets for one catch. I like, mean, can't imagine many of those were uh, decent throws as well. Was it that, or was he just marked out of the game? I mean, I guess. Well, it is the Bills. Bills also have a good defense. He was going to struggle. There's no one else you really worry about, except for maybe Noel Fant, um, but, and then Lindsay on the ground. But,
1: yeah, again, the Bills
0: are always going to shut them out.
1: Denver's offense is very weak. Now, it's interesting that uh, Freeman only got two carries. Yeah, you so they've the completely yeah they've
0: completely moved away from the split. It's pretty much all Lindsay Freeman on the side, which at does least sp- in this game, well, and previous ones actually. Um, mm-hmm. I think the week before Freeman only had eight, and the one before that he had five. So mm-hmm. he's getting less involved. He's still. On the field, but just not getting the touches. Yeah. Um, well, Lindsay's has generally gone up.
1: But I think them leaving that option of will it go to Freeman, will it go to Lindsay, with them both being on the field at the same time, kind of gives it that option and like leaves Lindsay open a lot because they're still kind of splitting there. Oh yeah, and no, I
0: I completely agree. I mean, just having two backs out there makes the defense guess, especially when they're two. Different style of play You got one that's The speed back And the other's More power based yeah. um, It does keep The defence guessing But when you also Put up three points Can't be that Effective really And they that's are true. One of the worst Offences in the league um, On the other side Yeah like Again Mainly the run game But also Cole Beasley This dude's on a tear Like And he talked about it. I remember when went to Dallas Last season And he talked him up Himself up so much like he always said like he thought he was a good player but he never got the looks and like Dallas was just when they were struggling and then they brought in Amari and things got better and he just got even more just like disowned basically by yeah. the team for trying to talk but you look at his stats he's had <laughs> five touchdowns in seven games and like his target share's going up his completions are going up Um, yeah this is uh, talking about week 12 he's already played this week so it would Bring that up for more the next podcast, different. but I mean, I'm, I'm only gonna have more positive things to say
1: because considering we already know what the score is in that game. Do you buy into the whole because, just in saying that, it is a, a, a revenge game, the one that is um, this week, well, that's just been played. Do you buy into the whole narrative of revenge games and um, like you know, erring on the side of they'll generally do better for their revenge games? Um yeah so like i think
0: the the fans still hold that sort of like grudge when it comes to players leaving and then um, No, but the players but,
1: themselves when they seem to leave and then they play against their old team they seem to... do I don't know from what i've seen i i kind of buy into the narrative of they'll they'll play better and kind of play yeah. a game against the No, I, their old teams. I agree. I mean it also depends on who you're playing. Um,
0: of course. This this in all fairness, isn't as relative because Cole Beasley didn't play for Denver. But I know what you mean with like Andrew uh, yeah. going up against Miami and killing it. But I do agree with that. It's a promising for Buffalo at eight and three. I think they've got to, you know, if they can get the offense continually clicking, I think they've got actually a decent shot yeah. um, to have a good run. They're not gonna, I'll be, they're not gonna win anything or get even to the Super Bowl I reckon, But just have a deep run, just to get the confidence going, especially when you got. Josh Allen yeah, which is a huge part of their future going forward uh, we moved from you know one pretty defense average game to a less probably less enjoyable Chicago Giants featuring um, Daniel fumble I mean Daniel Jones sorry um, he had another fumble no way love that guy but still um, 19 to 14 at home to Chicago I mean trubisky again pretty crap. Forty attempts, twenty-five completions,
1: Alan Robinson. two interceptions.
0: Yeah, Alan Robinson killed it, and He's considering the team. He is doing very well. As <laughs> yes. much as it hurts to say it, he is having a very good season. He does have that obviously downside of a uh, could have a donut when you're at the Bears as a receiver. But um, they're starting to get, and the offense is starting to get better. Like Taylor Gabriel's good deep threat. Um, they got. Anthony Miller, as well, starting to get more and more involved. He seems like a good receiver. And obviously, the run game, but the run game's just
1: generally been so hit and miss with them. Um, On to the Giants side, uh, just a few things. With Golden Tate entering the concussion protocol, do you mm. think uh, he might not play this week? I think he's still questionable. Do you think uh, Sterling Shepard's going to step up and take that role? Did, and, and did he, did he come more? back into the game after the concussion? Uh, I'm not sure But he is In the he's, he's, he's listed as doubtful Because of the concussion protocol. So I'm assuming not
0: Oh he got it On the touchdown catch
1: Yeah Right um, So I was questioning again I got distracted uh, Do you think Sterling Shepard will um, Basically fill in In that Tate role And oh, he, Get the production Yeah he will,
0: Well I don't think Because it's a Giants It's so hard to tell They Their offence is based on Matchups They can't they don't step up when they play tougher teams. Yeah. Um, if they get the, they get a good matchup, then anything's really possible. But Shepherd will be if uh, if Gallon takes out Shepherd, will get 10 plus targets easily. because he, he is a good receiver and like they saw sort of were leaning towards him being the next guy once OBJ left. But. You're bringing Tate.
1: Obviously, he's going to be making a huge impact. Now, you did say last week was I worried about Amari's production, um, given his two weeks of not producing very many points. Uh, I said no, and I stand by that. Um, you mean Amari or Barkley? No, 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 Amari, because you were asking me about Amari's production and was You're talking was about like, a completely different. Just matchup? I am worried about Barkley though. Okay, I'm getting there. Just, just okay. wait. Okay. Um, I am worried about Barkley though. Uh, I mean, the last three weeks. He's had yeah, still workhorse role, um, and he's had nine points, three points, and six points. He hasn't really looked the same since week eight. Um, He's had
0: three games where he's had four yards per carry and more. Yeah. So he's had five on the other end, which, for yeah, I mean, even if he goes out and gets you a dozen points, like that's would still be disappointing.
1: Yeah, considering. So, I mean, t- to be fair, yeah, like I said, I wasn't worried about when you asked me about Amari, but for Barkley, yes, I, I'm, I'm still starting him. There's no way you can't start him, especially in. Geez, I didn't even see this. The strength of schedule for um, week 15 and 16, the playoffs, is Miami and Washington. So, I also got
0: Green Bay. Green Bay, are pretty. Green defense, Bay. So f- f- Philly, Philly, the Philly will be tough, but the others, yeah.
1: So I mean. You're not not starting him. You have to start him. By yeah,
0: we know You don't have those two type of dilemmas <laughs> in an eight-man league.
1: <laughs> no, um, which is another thing I wanted to bring up a bit later of potentially my my vote of oh, putting forward to go to ten-man. Leave it, Not going any further than that, but ten-man I think is a ten-man league. I'm, I'm starting the In-inc- petition here. Increase intercept points for
0: the uh, quarterback. Ditch kickers. IDP. Oh God. Oh, Saxon's auction go- drafts.
1: Auction. I'm draft. still. I still want that auction draft for Dynasty next season. Dynasty League. Saxon's going to have an absolute headache. Um, Say what you will, but when you did those auction mock drafts with me, you actually enjoyed them. You, they weren't as terrible as what you thought they were.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I got a little excited. I think when you give us like, you get like what. Look- Two hundred bucks, and I think one hundred and twenty was gone on Barkley and Chubb.
1: That was your own fault, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then,
0: and then Juju as well. So <laughs> I don't think my season would be too good, but I did pick up Lamar Jackson, so it'd be, it be could be okay. Um, but you know, all this stuff we'll save for later. We will move on to another sh- pretty. Actually, this isn't as bad as I mean, on paper it looks bad. Pittsburgh Cincy. And the score was pretty bad, sixteen to ten. But
1: Mixon keeps the roll going.
0: Sorry, just shouting out my own players here. Pittsburgh are actually in the wild card position. Can you believe that? I'm pretty impressed with that. That's I like, I can't believe that, considering their team, like it's just full of nobodies. Like no one know- knew who Snell was, and he's come out and he's done pretty well. To just... Connor, Samuel's just. They realized just sucks. He's just going to be a passing back at best. Um, you got no juju, so you got, you got like James, James Washington. Washington. Um, swapped quarterback mid game because real, they finally realized he's just not a good quarterback. Um, he's still concussed from being smacked in the head with the helmet. And then, you know, it's, it's the same on a uh, Cincy. They've, for some reason, experimented getting rid of Dalton. Um, Finley was garbage, less than 50%, and a fumble. Um, and yeah, this is going to be your exciting thing. Yeah, finally, you can talk about Dalton coming back.
1: Yes, well, they've they've announced this week that Dalton will be coming back and will be playing at um, least not for the remainder of the season, at least in the next game. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't know how. What do, what do you think about the uh, Dalton's fantasy? Uh, the the fantasy outlook for the rest of the the rest of the team from here on out because I think Mixon will I think I agree with you Mixon will probably drop a few um, in production because they're not checking down to the the running back anymore he might be throwing it a bit more because he's more confident
0: <laughs> does my head in you you got Joe Mixon who like I don't want to I don't want to praise anyone you own in fantasy David but Mixon is a good running back on a terrible team and O line and he gets nothing on the pass he can catch a ball. You know he can catch, but he gets... They never throw it. They never involve him. It was the
1: same thing with Kenyon Drake. They never actually involved him when when he was at Miami. And I don't know why they didn't want to for three years. Because they knew what they had in Balage and he was rubbish. Like, you just
0: don't... Like, you just got to realise that all running backs these days can be involved in the past. Like, look at Lat Murray when he filled in for Kamara. He's still got, like, two games where he was the lead back 50 yards on the catch and a touchdown in one of them, I think. And that's Lat Murray. He's just a... Run straight type player, Um, but I don't think Dalton will have any fantasy value. Mixons will will probably fluctuate. You'll be the same as pretty much this Steelers game. I think he had seven point nine points, about the same. Boyd's may go up, may go like it's basically unless you've got Mixon, avoid everyone. That's that's the only thing I can say for the Bengals. There's no way they want to win when they're still on a zero record. What do you think? Maybe with their guaranteed the
1: worst record by the last week they might do it for pride well then it, it, it but I don't I don't understand then why they brought Dalton back in and I don't also understand why they haven't put AJ Green on the IR yet why why would you keep him up in the air like you're gonna bring him back and not put him on the IR wasting that spot it's not gonna do anything you might as well blood a rookie I'm getting a hint of saltiness,
0: considering you've had him the entire year.
1: No, 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 no. Like, I, I, I honestly don't care at this point. There's no point me dropping in, There's no point me keeping. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, um. I mean, it, do, it really doesn't matter at this point. But I, I don't understand their train of thought. Um. They, every, every news outlet that comes out, it says that, and I know you can't necessarily trust all these things because we heard whatever about Le'Veon Bell last season, which you know. Frustrated, you know, end about when he's coming back, and then he didn't. But, um, I mean, AJ, AJ Green, or the news that keeps coming out is that oh yeah, no, no, he's just waiting to to get the swelling down, and when he can push off, he'll come back. He'll be back. He'll be back. Oh yeah, he's looking this week. Oh, he can't play this week. Oh, probably next week. Every every single week is the same thing. I mean, they they haven't said look, we're probably there's no been no news reports coming out going they're probably not going to play. It. So it still looks mm. like they're trying to play him. He's kind of like that, that friend that you never
0: see that tries to organize a get together and then suddenly they're just constantly, constantly rescheduling it for some stupid reason and then you just never see him and eventually you just give up. And that's pretty much AJ Green. It's like, just no point. Like, even if he comes back, I don't think his value is going to be name, that
1: great. Name, name and shame, Richie. Who's the friend you're talking about?
0: Oh, I don't know. It's probably me. <laughs> you don't schedule or organise anything. Exactly, but I avoid people at all costs. <laughs> um, Alright, we'll move on to Cleveland, Miami, who by the way, Cleveland are also um in the hunt. So they're five and six. The Steelers Cleveland at Cleveland, bro. Steelers at six and five, so they're only one win behind that wildcard sport. Go browns. Which is surprising. Um but yeah, you know, this one was this just I mean, it's Miami, so you can never take anything out of it. Even though it was Mayfield's best game of the season. You know, three touchdowns, 327 yards. Dude, still threw a pick, um, but, you know, everyone throws it. And, like, it's, it's Miami. They're just so bad defensively. Landry on his grudge match was awesome. I love that. I was so glad to see that. Um, the dude's, uh, he's a weapon. Like, he's, like, surely he's the number one receiver in that team now. Just, like, statistically, he's had five touchdowns these last four games. Um, he's getting double digits on average for targets over the last five games. Like, he just seems to get more involved over OBJ, who's usually also got the lead, mar- like, marked out of it, so it frees him up. Um, and then you've obviously got that those running back thing. Uh, Chubb had more catches than Hunt, David. So you know how much you've been trying to... Same amount push, of targets, p- though. Push that crap, but um, again, no surprise. Hunt that, still gets a touchdown. <laughs> like, literally, no surprise. These guys both got touchdowns. I'm pretty sure I said it. I actually did, I'm pretty sure I said start everyone in Cleveland, including Hunt. Yeah. Because they're playing Miami. And it's no surprise. Like, it's Miami. On the other side, this is great. large, seven carries for 13 yards. I did say he's probably the worst running back of all time. That's a 1.9 Yards per carry Which is his season average So he's still averaging Under two And
1: I can confirm That he is the Lowest uh, Productive uh, Productive Um, Lowest uh, Producing quarterback Of all time He is the worst one Um yeah, don't even know what the closest one is, but from when I looked it up, yeah, it's definitely the. Honestly,
0: it's honestly amazing. He's probably my favorite player in the league, <laughs> just based on. Get that. your Balazs
1: jersey. Uh, we'll get
0: our. We'll get our. T- <laughs> Once we get the Twitter handle going, we'll get Mike Sanchez on. We'll get Balazs on. You know, it could be the like greatest thing ever. Um, probably the last thing I want to do with that one is um, Devonta Parker again. Still solid. Another good game. I did. I said that probably. The game where uh, Preston Williams got injured. After that, I said he'd be wide receiver three borderline two um jez owns him and considering jez's like best receiver is obj um he ex- would would be surprised if he doesn't start him every week because it's miami they're always chasing they have no run game prime prime target he's a good receiver and fitzpatrick's just sort of looks like he's here and bird week. um Fitzpatrick's, you know, like Winston, which is why they've just worked so well together
1: at Tampa. Just throw a couple of touchdowns, throw a couple of picks. I think together, if you added up last year Tampa Bay's um, quarterback stats with Fitzpatrick and Winston, they were, I think, the number two quarterback in the entire league for the, for the whole season. It's because it like, he had like three games of 500 yards to start the yeah. season. <laughs> um, and then suddenly turned to crap and they just like suddenly drop him. Also, just to go back on, um, just back to the Chicago game quickly. Um, I had a stat on Trubisky, which I didn't bring up. <sighs> okay, that's alright. I'm not. I'm not. This, this is the opposite now. This is this is giving him a bit of shade. Uh, uh, all right. Did you know that Trubisky hasn't scored, uh, hasn't hit 300 yards in a game since last November? Nice. I like that. And that was against Detroit, and they're playing, and he played Detroit, I think, this morning. And I'm not sure what he scored this morning, but
0: yeah, Ooh, that'd be that would be great if he did. If he, I actually did say people say too. Uh, he hit if, he hit 300 yards. So the Any times he's done it, I I did hear someone say you should uh, play Trubisky this week because, and obviously that's why. So he likes Detroit, doesn't like Interim. any other team. So. <laughs> Uh, get excited one game of the year Chicago yeah that's where you're to be scoring more than 20 points well done alright let's uh let's move on where we are to the Saints Panthers this was a actually a fun game I called out Kyle Allen was being rubbish last week he's turned that around three touchdowns 250 yards that's pretty good um, it does help when you have Christian McCaffrey who did get a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown if you haven't seen Highlights you watch his rushing touchdown mm-hmm. oh man it's like obviously I got a soft spot for him but you watch it like you get I know it's like within five yards he gets it like on the right right side dude comes in from the like the corner he does like eight little stutter steps and then cuts inside and the guy just falls forward and the commentators are just like they're losing it they're just like like what do you? just like what do you do? You have to guess which way it's going. The guy yeah. guessed, missed it, and he's just gone straight past and
1: just walked in. It was like a penalty shootout. Yeah, it's pretty just much. You know?
0: That's how good he is. Yeah. It was like one like something that genuinely got me excited. Um, go on, moving on for that. Uh, this one's gonna hurt, DJ Moore.
1: You dropped. Um, I want I want to talk talk about that and the Ridley drop a bit later as well. I have a, a bit of a conundrum for you. I wanted to run by you about this about the league and ethics.
0: I mean, I'll probably say um, DJ Moore's pretty much a even Alec automatic start. Really. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, through, I didn't want to drop him. I mean, he's been, last four games, his least yards is 95. He hasn't had a touchdown until this one, and then back in week three was his previous. But just on the targets and the production, um, I would, and I think Sacks has got him, and Sachs has had some issues with the squad lately. Well, Sacks um, is starting him this week. Well, yeah, he's probably still starting Ronald Jones for all we know. But I mean, yeah, I'd say pretty much an automatic start. I don't know. Go to the other side. Drew Brees, really, actually, good stats. Thirty or thirty-nine, three hundred eleven, and three touchdowns. Did have an intercept, but like just about everyone has an intercept every week. The uh, Lat Murray Kamara split was interesting because um, Murray had was up to about six carries when Kamara was on like two, and then all of a sudden they just but Kamara gets like the throws and then started getting more.
1: Well, I think they've essentially brought him back into what uh, the Mark Ingram role was for last season, which last couple of seasons.
0: I mean, it doesn't surprise me, and I don't know why they didn't do this earlier, because I I absolutely ripped into them after that Atlanta game, where they just, even though they fell behind, they just ran away from the run, yeah. or even just like the the checkdowns out of the running backs, and that's their biggest strength. Behind obviously Michael Thomas, who we have our weekly fap over, like, 10 catches, he's 11 targets, so good 100 consistent. yards, touchdown. What's that? That's like six, seven games of a, over 100. Um, he's had six of his last seven over 100 yards. He's up to six touchdowns for the year. He's gotta be the most
1: consistent wide receiver in football at the moment, isn't he?
0: Yeah, look, I'll still stand by him as the best wide receiver in the league. Yeah. There's just no way you can have a completion rate that good. And now he's getting yards. Last year, the completion rate was good, but he wasn't getting down the ground and in the field, and he wasn't getting the touchdowns. This year, it's, he's getting further down. And then, surprise one was Jared Cook, really. He, um, like, 99 yards and a touchdown. I picked him up the week before Tampa, mm-hmm. because it's Tampa. And with Hooper still out, you just kind of roll with whoever's got the best matchup. And I thought he'd just be good for, like, one game. Now they're seeing, he seems to be pretty much be the second receiver. If you exclude Kamara, who's you know just like I don't really want to count that, but behind yeah Michael Thomas, you'd say Joan Cooks the second best receiver in the team, and yeah, it's surprising to see um, Carolina generally good defense, but it's good signs for New Orleans. But the fact that they're still having these close matchups is concerning. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I really just don't have any promise for them in playoffs, um, just because they you know they are just sort of how they fall apart. Although maybe with some coaches' challenges this year, they might get a bit better luck. Um, but, yeah, anything uh, else you wanted to sort of add about that game? No. Um, pretty stock Yeah, set yeah pretty set at all, yeah. Um, uh, move on to the next one, which is... Um, the
1: upset of the round. Yeah. My lock going up in flames. Yes, yeah, so that's...
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, by the way, I did... a. Uh, did really enjoy that lunch this week, David. Uh, took the uh, took the picks 12 to 12 to 10. David's lock of Oakland fell through. If you got it right, it would have been a tie, but um, we both picked Oakland as you would. Um, man, Donald Donald had probably his best best game of the season, I reckon. 20 20 of 29, 315 yards, two
1: touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Those ghosts are finally helping him. Um, this season, the last three weeks, ever since he. Uh, Seeing those ghosts Has improved dramatically Um El Bell did okay But
0: like a, You know I think I said that before This is pretty much his range They just I just don't think they have The O-line for the run game No nah. And as a result He's not going to get much production I think Where they've got less to play And with a little bit of injury things They might It looks like they're bringing Other guys in too Even though he'd be the lead back But he's not going to He's not going to be getting 20 carries
1: Yeah Which is fine I mean Although, you're saying that this is the first game out of the past, you know, four that he's got less than 17 carries. I, I'd say... 17, 18, 18, and now it's at 12, which well, is not... I'd uh, say
0: because there was a blowout, and he probably yeah. didn't play any of the fourth. Um, the same with the issues with Josh Jacobs, which hurts, because I love him so much, and he, he'd gone, like, nine games in a row of over four yards per carry. This was his first one, which was heartbreaking. Um, it's just a shocking game, like no idea what happened Derek Carr just turned to absolute crap um no one could do really anything and then just on the other side Robbie Anderson finally became useful still not getting many targets I reckon this is a, this is, this is
1: anomaly this is an anomaly I don't think he'll be
0: and then yeah no I, I don't see much going through I think they've, they've got decent receivers across the board well, Crowder's
1: um, Crowd the one that they mainly look for
0: yeah that's a, that hurt me Crowder having a dud um and Demaryius Thomas is still good Ryan Griffin's sort of proving himself And then of course you've got Bell in the, outf- in the backfield I think that whole receiving course Is just going to get spread around yeah. It's hard to trust
1: anyone in terms of fantasy I think Bell would be the only one that you would actually Feel somewhat safe in starting And that's mainly because of the matchups as well
0: Yeah, and maybe Donald for
1: matchups as well
0: Yeah, Donald's come good in the past couple um, of weeks so, we'll see how that goes. Um, Oakland will, pr- will probably bounce back, so I want not, not wanna stress about that. Um, another sort of pretty average game, Seattle-Philly. Seattle getting up 17-9. I mean, it's tough for Wentz and Philly, because he's literally got no wide receivers. Um, he's You know, he's got Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard, who are 19 catches between the two of them. Yeah. Like... So that's that's your targets is your tight ends because you don't have anyone else to throw a throw to. Um, Miles Sanders was okay, but I still think Jordan Howard is a, is better the, and the, that's the what they're missing. Yeah. Um, good to see a play again. Um, no, I miss I miss him. Did absolutely nothing, but just good to have him, you know, back in the league. Um, I guess you know obviously the main thing to take out of this you go because there's like, there's no point worrying about Philly. They're so banged up. Nothing's
1: going to happen going forward. But it's, I mean. I, I don't know. The, the, to me, both those quarterbacks, I, I don't know what happened there. I don't rate Wentz. I think Wentz has just gone down the gurgler, and I I really don't think that he's a great quarterback. Um, I mean, it
0: is hard. He's got no wide, no good wide receivers. He's throwing at tight ends. Yeah. But, yeah, I do agree. I think Wentz is just having a he bad season. He can't carry a
1: team like uh, some of the better quarterbacks. Yeah. Do. I think he's an average quarterback. He's going to suffer if his team is suffering. Um,
0: um, well, you know Russell Wilson having struggles was bit a, a bit of a minute surprise. Really. Yeah. Um, two hundred yards, touchdown, intercept and a fumble. Like that's,
1: I mean, he credited he got credited with the fumble, but like it's pretty much that wasn't his, his fault. fault. Yeah, that, that um, the biggest news out of this game was definitely Chris Carson and the two fumbles in a row, which I didn't get. He didn't get credited for any of them because I think there was a flag on one, and then the other one was credited as um, Russell Wilson's. I mean, Carson's fumbling issues have normally been. When carrying the ball, um, this one just did you did you watch it?
0: Yeah, it's just on the handoff. He yeah, it looked it. like
1: he it yeah. looked like he wasn't expecting it. He didn't have his hands ready or anything. And so as the
0: quarterback gets the blame
1: for it. Yeah, um, um, going forward, I think uh, Penny. I don't think he's going to take the workhorse role or anything like that. But I think they might try and
0: you'd be surprised if they more, don't split the carries. Surely,
1: even if it's sixty forty to Carson, um, uh, that that I would see. Um, and, if, and would expect yeah. it's but. just
0: another head scratcher for Saxon. He picked up Penny, but I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough to start him, but it's also tough not to start him. Yeah, because he had, you know, if he has a good game, he gets those twenty plus catches uh, carries. Um, the other side just it's pretty nothing. Like just because it was a nothing game, the receiving was just so spread. Like no one really worth talking about. Um, pretty much, you know, everyone just got like one catch two catches. Um, I think, yeah, Carson was the most with four. Like, mm. just nothing on the receiving side. Um, good defense, though, from Seattle. But, again, playing Philly that have no offense, like, I don't I don't really look into it too much. Um, this, though, in my opinion, does hurt um, Russell's MVP. You but, think? Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, like, especially after Lamar's performance. And, of course you know, the one and only goat, Kirk Cousins.
1: Um, oh, I, I, I hate to say it, but I, I think that I think that it's almost a certainty. It's, it's between Lamar or Christian McCaffrey.
0: Oh, well, McCaffrey won't get it. He's a running back. Then If he was a running back and they were undefeated, then sure, but yeah. not in, you know, how this league works. Yeah, like, not really a point going into Detroit-Washington. I mean, they're both just... Average offenses. Good on your Washington to actually win a game, but like, you don't really, like, you don't take anything out of this, other than, you know, Detroit don't have a quarterback. Or I don't know, I guess uh, Scarborough had a decent game, but he still had a fumble. That's always concerning as a new running back. But they still um, gave him
1: eighteen carries. They obviously weren't. I mean, he, he uh, from what I've heard, he doesn't have any. Fumbling issues during college or anything like that, so they're not concerned about the fumble. It's not going to be yeah. an issue. like
0: um, um, There's not, but I mean, you look at like, our side, Washington, even split between Guys and Peterson. He'll be that way probably for the rest of the season. Yeah. And then obviously he'll take over next year, but so, I don't think any point in talking about these. Uh, the
1: only thing I want to say about that is I, I think Terry McLaurin, again, uh, he only really had that one good week at the beginning, and that was. You really want
0: to look,
1: put that in Saxon's
0: face about that argument, hey?
1: He hasn't done anything since Miami, which is Miami in Week Six, and before that, you know, the first three weeks he did good, and then nothing. If he doesn't get a touchdown, he doesn't really achieve much.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it? he's got no quarterback, so yeah. just face. It's a it's an avoid situation, yeah. ideally. Um, move on, Tennessee Jags. I mean. I feel like I'm saying this every week There's guys I just repeat on about quality And it's Derek Henry every single week Dude, it's a monster Like 19 carries, 160 yards, 2 touchdowns He had a fumble, but who cares yep. um, Same on the other side, Fournette It's just a pure run game um, Fournette went off too They both had 27 fantasy points
1: Now, I had um, I had I had something on Tanner Hill I wanted to uh, let you know did you know, since he took over as the starting quarterback, so what is it, one, two, three, four, the last five weeks now, that they last five games they played the last six weeks, hmm. he has been only behind Lamar Miller. He has been the number two quarterback in the league. Good pickup, up Jez. <laughs> a, <I> mean, <laughs> since at, starting this season, yeah, he's the number two quarterback.
0: You look at his stats for this game, right? He had 14 of 18 completions. That's solid that's very good 259 yards so he's getting it down the field two touchdowns and then he he's 30 but he's actually got rushing capabilities 40 rushing yards on seven carriers and he rushed in for a couple of touchdowns and like his last three games 38 37 40 on rushing so he actually uses his legs which I think like was always the thing that Mariota had that he could use his legs but then when he turned and tried to throw it suddenly he's gone custard so but that, this that's- is like the
1: upside there. So, doesn't that say something about the league, though? I mean, besides from Jacksonville, where yeah, okay, the last week he did get thirty-two points. I mean, since starting, he's got twenty points, nineteen points, twenty-five, and eighteen. Yet he's the second highest scoring quarterback in the league.
0: I mean, yeah, oh, uh, well, he had thirty, he had thirty-two against that's one, Jacksonville. Yeah, so. no,
1: that's what I'm saying. I mean, besides from that one, I mean, realistically, yeah. does that is, yeah. that is that showing that there haven't really been any big. No Playing quarterbacks so That you can really rely on Like you have in the past I mean Rogers You used to be able to rely on A couple of years back Mahomes last season And Lamar And you know Well yeah Lamar's probably he used to be Brees assume, as well and, Well Lamar's number one. Oh,
0: Lamar is number He's, one Yes 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 Well I think that's that's it And that's um, Sort of the thing that you yeah, we, we, we sort of Bantered on in the chat About um, Starting guys Even though They're your best Player in your fantasy Not There's to me, I reckon there's only two players that are matchup proof in the league, and ones be Lamar and McCaffrey. Everyone else, you you know, you can pick and choose. And that's because of the rushing upside of both of them, I guess. Well, it's just because, like, you know, how many how many running backs can get 20 200 scrimmage yards yeah. and their team only score three points? So I'd like to chuck Mahomes
1: in there as a. Um, um, this year, he hasn't nearly performed as well as what he did last season, but he's. Floor is still pretty good. I mean, his floor is—he's had one game of sixteen, a couple of seventeen, and the rest have all been over twenty. But you can always stream better. Like that's that's what I'm trying to get at. There's two there's guys that you'd play
0: that you know that are going to be guaranteed hits. Winston's been and um, so you know, it's it's kind of just how it's been with quarterbacks. It's yeah. just sort of matchups. I guess Winston's almost
1: matchup proof. Um, he's going to throw a lot of interceptions, but he's like points wise, he's almost matchup proof. Yeah, he's he's well, he's just yeah, he's yeah well,
0: he gets he gets a lot of yards. He's still, I mean, he's got he's got so many good options, so it's not surprising. Other than that, Jags have just sort of hit rock bottom, especially defensively. Foles has looked alright. He's definitely better than Minshew, but in terms of just general Jags play, it's just there's no point really talking about it. There's nothing really to gather. Um, you know, DJ Sharks, I would still lock in as a starting. You start him each week. DJ other show, than
1: that, and obviously, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I will murder you. Um, and of course, Fournette. But other than that, yeah. there's no one worth talking about. Um, moving on to another really boring game, which is literally every Pat's game <laughs> of every week. Um, they are the
1: Chelsea of old, just uh, scoring as much as they need to and then parking the bus.
0: Well, I mean, and, and people like Mourinho as much as like Belich- Belichick as well. So. Um, <laughs> It's just so boring. 13 of 3. Brady had a touchdown. That was it. Like, and the stats for the quarterbacks Dak was 19 of 33, 212 an intercept. Brady 17 of 37. It's just boring. And then, like, the run game was better, which is sad to say for Michelle. It's just over 4 yards per carry, and that's good for him. But, like, the rest of it, it's just like. No real point. Like, Edelman will always get you 10 to 15 targets a game and usually about the second catch. He's, a, he's... He ages like a fine wine, that man. He's just going better and better as he's gotten older. Especially uh, when the rest of the team sucks. That's
1: true.
0: <laughs> um, and then, other than that, like I think the only concern, which would have been, obviously, Amari getting shut out, but it was it's, wh- the, it's the pass, so...
1: Well, like I, like I was explaining to you before the pod, it was wet, um you know, Amari relies on those darting runs that the um, players marking him can't catch up. And he was just slipping over when every time that he used to, you know, tried to make those runs. Um, The thing that concerns me for Dallas, and I'm going to make a bold prediction here, Dallas will uh, not win another game all season.
0: Which is interesting because you tipped them to win this week.
1: I know, and I was wrong. But... I'm making a... I tip the bills. I'm making a bold prediction. They've, they, they they lost to Buffalo. They now have Chicago, the Rams, Philly. Washington, we're not counting, because that's week 17.
0: Um, oh, in terms of fantasy left. Um, fantasy
1: left. I don't think they're going to win another game. And hear me out. They up. are going up against three awful offences. Hear me out. This season, including the, now the Buffalo game... Uh, Dallas have not beaten a team with a 500 or better win ratio. And but it's Del- the remaining teams all have a 500 or better win ratio or were in the playoffs last season.
0: Ah, oh, man. They, they doubt. Del- That's why everyone laughs and hates Dallas because they always think they're going to be great. And they've dropped to. Um, what? Six and five, if we include this week's one, which obviously lost to the Bills. Six and six after winning, starting three and zero against the three worst teams in the league at the t- at least at the time, probably still,
1: mm-hmm. still
0: are. So it shows that yeah, they are generally a laughing stock when it comes to, especially their fans. Oh, just gold.
1: Gotta love Jerry Jones. Um,
0: but yeah, um, I mean, it's, oh, it's just I hate watching Pats games, and they always get televised as well because it's the Pats. Which is annoying No one wants to watch them They're so boring um, i got nothing to add to that
1: Nah I'm good Let's move um, on to the next one
0: This one Man I listened back to our um, last week's Pickums mm. To see Mainly to who, see who wins And we both went San Fran And I, when I called it I'm like oh, heres San Fran like, I reckon Rogers is going to have a dud game 20 of 33 104 yards One touchdown And a fumble Ah, uh, like, yeah. It warms my heart when I'm right. Uh, just, just, it just makes, just, you know, just gives me that little those little, little, little feelings. It's just, it was expected. Like, Green Bay, you know, even though their records good, when they come up against a good defense, they crumble. Like, If you watch the Chargers one, it sucked. Like, he, he, Rogers just panicked all game long. he, he doesn't have legs anymore. And like, so the offense just struggles. Like even with Adams back, who's tr- you know doing pretty well, but it's just like the offense in general just sort of struggles with Rodgers. And even with like you know Jones and Williams as your running backs, so like that's gonna be like top three RB like yeah. two running back combos as well. Yeah. You think you'd be able to make it more happen. And then you go the other side, and you got Jimmy Garoppolo looking like an actual quarterback. You know, 14 of 20, 253, two touchdowns. Like, you didn't have to do anything else because the defence just absolutely took it away. Kittle came back from injury and just carved it up, which hurt Sheamus, obviously, for the apology. That would have saved him that. But last-second call, hard to pick up on. and Yeah. Um, You know, just that, Yeah, you know, the run game again, just from San Fran. And, like, this is... I mean, like, the, there's so many holes in the Packers. I just... Would not be surprised if they're knocked out week one. Come playoffs, yeah. Just from just shows that if they get a bit of pressure, Rogers can't handle it, and their defense is just falling apart. So I don't know if you got you get anything. Nah, Santa?
1: I, I got nothing. I, I agree with other that than that. I'd say
0: um, Debo Samuel's come good. He's starting to even though you know like there was hardly any passing to go off. I think yeah, he's taken over as a more of a lead receiver than um, Sanders. Mm-hmm. So like it's still Kittle But then probably Devo Samuel Which um, Jez picked up Which when, you, when you've when you got Jez as wide receivers you to pick up anyone who's got an upside Unfortunately for him uh, We'll go to the last game Ravens, Rams <sighs> Like this do you, do you call out MVP Lamar 15 of 20, 169 L- y- Who's Who's had under 200 passing yards And 5 touchdowns When was the
1: last time that's
0: happened?
1: I mean, so this is the first game I really, I haven't had much chance to watch um, Baltimore this season. Uh, Oh, and not much of last season either. This, This was the game that I actually got to watch a solid amount of Lamar Jackson. And it just made me cement how much I've realized he is a running back who can throw the ball a little bit. Yeah, I mean, the way, the way, it's not just the way that he runs. Well, sorry, it is the way that he runs. So you, you watch a lot of, you know, rushing quarterbacks and they'll, you know, kind of run a little bit and they'll slide or they'll kind of protect their body. No, he runs into it full on like a running back would. Well, and, he's
0: because he's got, like, he's more agile than mm-hmm. other mobile guys. So, like, he'll see someone come, but he'll he'll take, like, the juke move and he'll create more yards instead of sliding.
1: And, uh, I feel, just bringing this up, it is probably time that I'm going to bring in my unpopular opinion because I know you, you've you got one as well and we'll get to there. Yeah. But um, just because it relates to Lamar Jackson so much and we're talking about this right now, I'm going to say Lamar Jackson is essentially going to be a better Cam Newton. But give him six, seven years, I think his longevity in the league won't be very long. He's going to end up battered, bruised and not... Um, as effective he's pretty much going to be Cam Newton in about 7 years time 6-7 years time
0: I mean, that is a that is a bold call the only thing I'd go against that on is that Cam would just take like a direct snap and then just run straight into traffic because he's because he's a big guy but Lamar's not a big guy he's more just yeah. he's quick and agile so he doesn't really want to take just like full blown hits he'll still look to get out of bounds if you watch him but if he has to take the tackle he will but I don't, he's not that guy that just sort of wants to just take it, pick, get the snap and then just run a straight line and just straight to the linebackers. You know, he'll get to the point where he's taking on corners and smaller guys. But I still think, yeah, he will probably have an injury or two well, down the, the line. The
1: ferocity that he actually, like, runs into those players, though, it's just... Yeah, I can't see him staying <laughs> healthy for a long yeah. amount of time. And I think those injuries are going to really catch up with him eventually.
0: But I mean, if he gets an MVP in a in a Super Bowl.
1: Oh well, yeah, I mean, like like I'm not saying he's not going to have a role and he's not going to be just effective in that, that time. But um, mm. just on because there's not really much to talk about. This Ingram had a massive day. Um, he's been going great guns. Um,
0: actually, that's that's one thing I wanted to talk about um, mm-hmm. the Ingram role because I actually did watch a fair bit of this game, and it's really interesting to see how their rush game works, and it's. Like insanely effective Because Ingram's a beast Yeah And he if he gets ahead of steam It's so hard to stop Yeah But it's the way like it, It's always a Sort of like a, a Read option handoff. So like For those who don't know Like the read options Where Like the quarterback Will Basically choose Whether or not to hand the ball off To the uh, Running back So like he'll run across him And then they can hand it off And he'll Generally go up the guts Or you'll hold on to it And then run the other direction and that's pretty much every handoff they do. Yeah. And it's it's based and the defense just like you know they think oh follow Lamar. Ingram's got 15 yards down the middle or like oh we'll follow Ingram. Lamar's got 15 yards on the outside. Well I mean when you're starting a potential two running backs every single play. Like it's it's so efficient. like and then if you cover both of them then you free up the receiving yeah. game. And you got guys like Mark Andrews who's a you know big f- uh, Hollywood Browns now I'm doing pretty well even like really sneak like they've got decent just all round players so I mean I
1: I would not be surprised if he gets MVP and wins Super Bowl yeah I wouldn't be either um on the other side with the Rams uh Gurley how good's Jared Goff (laughs) oh mate I told you, Trubisky's better. I'm, um, I'm not going to dig into anything involving Gurley. No, because, because he only got six carries. Yeah, he got absolutely um, blown out. It's not barely, barely any chance to keep running. Uh, what I'm going to talk about though is the wide receivers, with uh, Robert Woods leading the way. Cup um, has really dropped off. Basically, the week after I traded him to Matt, um, my my. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, had one good week. Yeah, one good week against Cincinnati. But every other week, like I mean, he at the at the time he was like I think um, with fantasy pros he was the fifth ranked for the rest of the season. I um, mean
0: matchups going forward got Arizona, Seattle, Dallas. That's not bad, and it is cup.
1: You you have to hold on to him whether or not you play him is up to you. Yeah, but since week five he hasn't scored more than he's scored more than five point three points once. I yeah, mean, it's I
0: mean, very similar to Keenan Allen for me is that he's... Yeah still the lead guy but just the offence isn't there <laughs> don't get me wrong I like Cup
1: I, I, I think Cup's a great player. I just yeah I don't know just recently it's but just been a bit I of just the
0: whole Rams is just a, is really yeah, concerning it is, yeah, um, down um, for them. so it'll be interesting to see what happens next season whether they completely revamp the offence whether Valle stays as coach then I mean, that could be a, an, an issue yeah um, or you know just generally what they go forward from there um, but that's a, that's a wrap up of the matchups. Cool. Um, yeah, let us know what you guys think. You got any ideas, thoughts on those games? And we'd love to hear your feedback. Alrighty, let's move on to anything else.
1: Uh, so Richie, I had a uh, bit of an ethical dilemma for question for you. Um,
0: it mainly lo- makes me think of the <laughs> Billy Madison after I brought that last week. It's like business ethics. <laughs> and then you pull out a gun.
1: <laughs> so um, heading into last week's waivers, uh, I was trying to get a few trades up and running because I did have DJ Moore and um, Calvin Ridley, who I did not want to get rid of. Um, yes, okay, a few panics were made. Probably shouldn't have got rid of... Uh, dropped, uh, picked up Bo Scabra. Probably maybe should have kept DJ more. That's not the question I'm getting into here. Um, my question was... Um, now, coming into it, I had a tight end on bye week, So I needed to change something. I'm not dropping... Obviously not dropping um, Kelsey. Yeah, of So I needed to drop Ridley. Mm. Um, and then I had... Um, Someone else I needed to cover as well. So, those two players... Oh, yeah, I needed to pick up Winston for um, my quarterback who was also on by. Mahomes. Yep, that's fine. Now, given that I hadn't made the playoffs, and or even if you had, you'd had, you made the playoffs already or in contention or whatever, um, there was a thought that crossed my mind, and I wasn't sure how you would have felt, felt about this or the rest of the league about feeling about basically dropping a game intentionally to or fielding an ineligible team whether you win or not it's a separate issue to um, essentially survive another day and have a stronger team not letting those players go on to free agency on the waiver wire so if I if I had kept Ridley and Moore not picked up oh, anyone okay. off waivers and had those two players on bye so I wouldn't have had a quarterback I would, or I might have picked up just a quarterback and not my tight end and had an, an ineligible team so essentially handing someone else a victory.
0: Yeah, that is a, a proper, proper ethical dilemma because guarantee you, everyone in the league, probably the guy you're playing as well, would be
1: super pissy
0: with you about doing that.
1: I mean, I'm not doing it for any sort of collusion thing. I'm not doing it for um, anything but helping my team in the long run and achieving the best for my team. So, I mean, is that really It's like... such a bad... It's it's still dickish because it's
0: like you want the enthusiasm every week in matchups. You want people to try and win every week. You don't want it to be like, Oh, I've already made playoffs or I can't make playoffs, but I don't want to drop these players because on when it comes to playoffs or, you know, toilet bowl action that you're going to hold on to them and just take Ls because it doesn't
1: matter. I mean, I like our league because we, no matter what, we're all playing for something still. Like, that's not an issue. So it wouldn't have been anything of me just going, ah, oh, I can't be bothered. Um, but I think
0: it would be there's ideal. almost an unspoken
1: rule of you you have to field an eligible team each week. Yeah. Unless there's like a like a, an obvious like last minute pullout. Like, say, Sam, for instance, this week didn't see Julio Jones was inactive at the last minute. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's, 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 that's an understandable That's something different But feeling
0: yeah. by bi- week players You do sort of You're going to get people That will get upset Yeah Because You know You want people To play their strongest teams Yeah And to, and to try to win Regardless of What How their season's going
1: yeah, I mean, I mean, I was trying. I, I mean, if I if I had been in contention for a playoff, uh, like if I, if I had already made playoffs or was in contention for a, a playoff spot, and I thought that I could afford the loss to keep those players and keep going, I might have actually done that. Um, it would have helped my team out and potentially helped me get across the line in the like for the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, no one really goes and complains that you know Liverpool are fielding basically an under twenty three teams for a Carabao Cup game or a League Cup game or anything like that yeah
0: but we don't associate ourselves with the Carabao Cup we're basically Champions League and that's pretty much like not even an unwritten thing I'm pretty sure you have to field your strongest team for Champions League otherwise you get fined or something like they're, they're actually pretty pretty full on about that Matt Ryan yeah. that is a sick fumble <laughs> sorry just just watching him just pop the ball out like 10 yards
1: anyway I'd, I'd love to hear what everyone else in the league actually thought about that because that would you know if this situation comes up again that would affect not you know, I mean, you do. if it's do not it, me if it's someone is, else in yeah. that situation
0: it's definitely fully hypothetical because you didn't make that option
1: no I I, I, is, I, viewed of the opinion of it would be a bit shit if I did that
0: yeah um,
1: to be honest I, 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 I don't know if I was in contention for something that I might I might have leant the other way and tried to push a bit harder I wasn't in that position to make that call so I'd like to hear what everyone else thinks yeah definitely get at that. least
0: a letter from commissioner first and last morning after that, booted from league, something like that. Um,
1: but yeah, no, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't recommend that play for anyone. Well, to be fair, even if I was if I was actually considering it in that position, I would have run it by him first. I wouldn't have just not done it. I mean, and then it's
0: it's a, it's more of an. It's we love still, you, Saxon. You can almost see it as like an, even though that's like there's no collusion aspect to it, you can still be like accidentally that way because you're basically handing a win to someone else. So that's an unfair advantage to someone else. Oh yeah, no, I get. That. So we can rule it in that way. But it's an interesting one. I do like a a good moral dilemma, um, especially with my ethics value. Always morally. High. <laughs> All right, um. Whoop. But yeah. Okay. So I'm going to do my unpopular opinion. Oh, you better go, believe man. I'm going to unwrap another piece of paper. So I'm just going to
1: get comfortable.
0: <sighs> had some. I've had some doozies lately. I thought last week's Kirk Cousins for MVP was a pretty good shout. Who I'll say it again, leading uh, number one passer rating in the league. Um, I'm going with now. I definitely haven't put as much effort into this one, but statistically it could be there. It's Aaron... not going to take half an hour to, to go through it all now? Oh, I'll find a way. Oh, no, God. Um, no, I'm going with it's Aaron Rodgers is not a top 10 quarterback in NFL, not just fantasy. Obviously, I've, I think fantasy is pretty given, but generally in the NFL, I don't think he's a top 10 quarterback. Now, I'm going, I've got a whole bunch of stats
1: to go with you here. First up... Hang on. Just before you do I'm looking up the quarterbacks just to make sure Right So who I would rank higher than him Okay Lamar Jackson Yeah Pat Mahomes Yeah Russell Wilson Yeah and Kyle Murray has the potential to be much better Yeah Um Yeah Er or...
0: I probably wouldn't go Matt Ryan. No. I, reckon, I reckon Josh Allen could be... I'm just going to with fantasy... Um, yeah. I think Dak. Yeah. Deshaun. Um. Mm. Um. <laughs> have you said Kirk Cousins? Because you better. No. Um. Definitely. Why, why would you not put Kirk Cousins oh, in? God. Fine, Kirk Cousins. He's, like, top three in touchdowns. Did you said Kyler Murray already? You said Kyler Murray. Um. Yeah, I'd say Kyler Murray. Like, even Jimmy G's starting
1: to come good. Um. But better than Rodgers though It's not the ones that are coming good It's the ones that are actually better than Rodgers I'd put Honestly I'd still put Brady in the top 10 I would I'd put Brady in the top 10 Because when it comes down to it And you have a a play That you need to get going Could you Especially you know Super Bowl Something like that Would you trust anyone else Besides Brady at the moment Even now there's no... Yeah, but
0: even even last year, like, Brady generally... Like, when he needed it, he just threw it to Gronk. Like, the game
1: was based around Gronk in the clutch moments. It doesn't matter. When and, it comes down and, to it, I would still trust Brady over and a lot Element of those well. players. I wouldn't say all of them, but over the majority, I'd put Brady in the top ten. Um, maybe not fantasy production. I'm, we're, we're still talking overall. Like, fantasy production, no, but... I, well, Overall.
0: I think it's more the team that they're on. I'd I think if Brady you put if you put Brady in another team and Rogers in another team, they would not have the same record. It's the te- and you know, Brady's team's purely based around the defence. Rogers is based around a whole bunch of like good I'd say mainly running back action and also defence at times for different games. Their defence has got it done. But you look at it right, he's currently and this is as of, what was this, week 12. Um, he's 12th in passer rating, 17th in passing completion, mm. 10th in touchdowns, he's 15th in yards per attempt for passing, um, he's 17th in touchdown percentage, so he's percentage of touchdowns to throws. Yep. Um, he's 10th in passing yards... Um, he's got a part. His passer rating is like 100, and that includes a perfect passer rating against Oakland, 158. So you take that away, he's, he goes down like 93, which drops him down to like 15th or something. Um, and it's Oakland. Like, I had oh, that's annoying. So I had this stat before, don't pick and it two got stats. Dra- you put them all in, or you don't? Like, there's been at least half a dozen teams that have done two or maybe even three or more touchdown passing touchdowns against Oakland this season. Yeah, They are one of the worst passing defenses. Darnold had two touchdowns over 300 yards and a rush touchdown against them last week. Like if that doesn't kind of sum it up for Oakland's defense. And then you go through to his other good game. He's only had two good games. His other, that was five touchdowns off his like 18 or something he's got. The other one was the Chiefs where he had three. Yep. One of them was a shovel pass to Jones where he literally just pops up in front of him. He could have just reached out and handed him in the ball and it'd be a rush touchdown, but because the ball went forwards, therefore it's a pass. And we both agree it's a stupid pass thing, but um, the other one, and then there's another one of Jones which was just, just like a screen play that ended up being like 65 yard reception touchdown, which anyone can throw that screen, even Goff and Trubisky can throw that screen pass comes down to, obviously, Jones running the running route once he's got the ball, and also the blockers. So there's about half a dozen other guys involved that do more work than Rogers for that. And that's two of his touchdowns. That game, he got about a 130 passer rating. So, I mean, those, thing, those are inflated. That game's really inflated his stats. Jeremy, actually stand up for your boy. Um, I will give him... The only thing he's good at is, is intercepts, where he's only given away two. Which is yes. fair enough. That's good. Yes, it's very very good. But if you know all the other stats just aren't that good. And then you look at him from last season. His stats are very very similar to last season. I think his passer rating yeah, was no, like he wasn't great last season. You no, know, you but you actually look at it, his passer rating was like ninety seven last year. Um, this year it's like a hundred. Um, his touchdowns was twenty five. I think he's on eighteen, like this week. Um, um, as of this week, I don't really see him getting much further than that. Like generally, everything touchdowns. To he He only had two last season, and you know they kind of sucked. Like what was their record? Like six and ten or something? Something really average. Yeah, something like that. Like it's you know he was they were not good um, last season. You look at yeah, so he had sixty-two percent completion rate to post to sixty-four and a half this year. Um, yards per attempt, the exact same, seven point four touchdowns 25 to 18 intercepts 2 to 2 um passer rating 97 to 100 and that was last year to this year they've gone from like 6 and 10 or something to 8 and 3 I don't think he's done anything better that's why I say like it, it, the team's just improved but he hasn't yeah that's why I am saying I still don't think he's a top 10 the same I'd say about Brady is the team they're in makes them just look better but everyone, you know, he has a perfect passer game and everyone faps about it because it's Aaron Rodgers. They don't worry about, you know, the game where he has a 70 passer rating or whatever, and they suck. Or, you know, like, they win because Aaron Jones goes off for, like, three touchdowns and 100 rushing yards per side. So, I mean, you know, there's a lot of stats here that sort of point in that direction. That's why, uh, that's why I like, think it makes a good, unpopular opinion because it's all about those beautiful statistics. Um, but, you know, if anyone wants to argue about it, that's the whole reason I do it. I like to upset people in that regards. Um, let us know what you think. That's my uh, unpopular opinion. Aaron Rodgers not a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Boo. Glass for me. All right. Is there anything else you want to go on, or we'll
1: finish up on pick'ems now? Um, I think that's pretty much us for the moment. I'm, I'm keen for Pickums and then... Yeah, might wind it off. It's gone on a bit long for a very um, un, unorganized podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, when we want to
0: just rattle on and talk about nonsense, we we, can, we know we how can to do talk it. like the best of them. All right. Um, so to
1: start with with our pickums this week, uh, if you don't mind me taking the reins, um, we we did uh, mention uh, to to each other who we would have chosen. Um, before the games actually happened So last night um, So Chicago, Detroit I think we both chose Chicago, both, right? Yep, both did Chicago Yep uh, Buffalo, Dallas is where we differed So Richie's already up 1-0 to me um, Buffalo He chose Buffalo I chose Dallas uh, And in this one we both chose New Orleans Against Atlanta Which is looking pretty likely So he just kicked
0: a field goal To go up 26-9 Six and a half minutes left So, we'll go through the rest of them. Straight up, San Fran at Baltimore. I'm going Baltimore. I am also going Baltimore. I have jumped on Baltimore train for the rest of the season. Um, Washington at Carolina. I am going Carolina. Yep, same. Jets at Cincy. I am going Jets. I am also going Jets. Um, Tennessee at the Colts. I I am... I'm going... I'm going Tennessee. I'm going Tennessee as well. Yeah. Uh, Tampa at the Jags. Uh, oh God. I'm going to go Jags. Yeah? Yeah. Again? Why not? Just What's Tampa Bay's defense like? Are they any good? David, if you have to ask that question, then you've got your own issues. <laughs> no one has ever said Tampa Bay's defense is
1: good. That's a fair point. I just, I just don't know who to pick between these two, to be honest. I'm gonna have to force you into an answer. Ah, uh, just because I want to stay away from Ronald Jones and Peyton Barber. I'm
0: going to go Jacksonville as well. All right, um, Philly at Miami. Philly. I'm gonna go Miami. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll. I, I if You're gonna lock it in. no, I'm definitely not gonna you lock, it lock, lock it, it in. in. It's not my lock, but lock it in. I think if Philly's, <laughs> Philly's still lacking the. I do not looked it I should have looked this up beforehand, but if there's a few guys out in the receivers and then I think know yeah, Miami could sneak one um, Green Bay at New York Giants going for Green Bay Green Bay yeah. even though I just slagged off Rodgers but kind of hard not to Cleveland at Pittsburgh uh, this will be my lock of the week I'm going Cleveland that's such a controversial lock surely the lock is some. are you that confident in Cleveland um, I'm gonna roll the dice and go Pittsburgh. The home game. Um, Rams at the Cardinals.
1: Cardinals, oh, I think. Uh change it up a bit. I think the Cardinals. Yep, I've talked myself into it. It's the Cardinals. I'm gonna go Rams. Um, oh, getting off the, on the on the golf train.
0: Your boy. Oh, I'm sure he'll it He'll surely he'll do something eventually. Um, sure, like, come on, it has to, please. <laughs> I don't want to lose this. Uh, Chargers at Denver. Denver. Um, I'm going go on charges. For some Broncos. reason. Oakland right. at Chiefs. Go on Chiefs. Um, Chiefs. New England at Houston. Go on New England. Yep. Minnesota at Seattle. Uh, I think they bounce back. I'm going to Seattle. I mean. I've talked to Cousins so much. You have to go. You have to go for him. I, I hated him so much last year too, but it's Monday Night Football in Seattle. It's just statistically, it's just a bad idea. So you going for it? <laughs> I'm going to Seattle. I can't do it. Um, my lock Boo. for the week will be Carolina over Washington. Cool. Um, so we'll see how we'll see how those go. Um, I'm up 2-1 I had a lovely pork roll and coffee for lunch today
1: thanks to David it's glorious Fuck I'm yeah. um, looking forward to planning my lunch next week oh, well this is our rivalry week uh, I would I would We're just like to point out again um, so I really hope I win this one uh, and fuck you yeah, I mean it's all you've pretty much got going for you. Like, <laughs> like I said, I'm getting that trophy. If I um, win, I'm getting the trophy. I'm, I'm, I'm honestly not fussed either way. I know you'll be an absolute dick if you do win. Oh, but, of course. Um,
0: it doesn't affect me at all. We, I mean, would be, be like, if there would be a way we could sort of seed playoffs so that finishing higher
1: benefits you. You, you do. You get to play the fourth player.
0: Yeah, but the fourth player could have a better team than first. That, you could potentially say that about any playoffs I don't know, I just feel like Stupid, like, there's, nah, there's, move on There's no encouragement You don't get any reward for finishing first in the regular season But anyway um, Those are our locks That's our podcast As you can tell, it's all messy and disorganised um, We'll try and fix it up a bit more but us make it even
1: messier What you could do Is have the top two teams have a bye week The next four teams play off in the semi-finals or the quarterfinals or whatever. And then you've got the bottom two teams, which are just an automatic toilet bowl. So it's like a top six finals, and the bottom two are in the toilet bowl.
0: That's, that's interesting. Cause I'm that, not sure how that would work on
1: the app, but I mean... I guarantee there's no way they'll be able to do it. I mean, oh, it's Sleeper. They, they're very uh, responsive to anything that Saxon puts out. Yeah, I mean, that
0: is true. I mean,
1: hopefully I, we'll have daily uh, fab lined up for next season. I mean, I like I like that. That was just something I came up in. But, like, I,
0: well, it, it, I it think just, it's not terrible. It just rewards for, for having a good all-round season and punishes those that
1: absolutely sucked. Plus, also, I'm pretty good at coming, like, third last. So... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how you. I'm not sure how you factor in a
0: um, automatic toilet bowl unless it's like a like a two week matchup. So they play each other twice, and you do like a an home and away type thing, aggregate. Yeah. But then again, to do like a bye week for um, the top two, the only thing I could think of is they play each other, and yeah. then the winner of that gets the first
1: seed. Yeah. Yeah,
0: that works. There's, there's. I guarantee you, there's no way this will. Get Saxon, get onto the sleepers. Um, yeah, send him an email. Uh, ask him for free stuff as well. That's our <laughs> motto. Um, get them to rate and report us. Man, we're throwing like, six <laughs> ideas out at uh, Saxon here. He's going to he's gonna go absolutely berserk. Come on, Kamish. Um, but that's everything for the week. Uh, well, thanks for listening. Hopefully we can get 30 listeners. <laughs> um, we'll be looking to get... Uh, some uh, special guests in going forward. This week was just a bit too chaotic with scheduling and just general, like you said, being
1: disorganized. So we'll try and get on top of it for the rest of the season. And if we can't get 30, 30 extra viewers, at least, you know, put yours on repeat a couple of times. Yeah, I'll just I'll just
0: put it on sleep overnight. <laughs> um, oh, wow, woke up. A thousand listeners, lovely. <laughs> um, all right, that's us out, boys. Peace. Peace. Take care. Thank you.